Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. If you weren't here last week, i got to kind of catch you up a little bit. We got to talking about uh, the Israelites taking the Promised Land, crossing the Jordan River, and coming to Jericho. And uh, God wants us to have nice things. This was the promised land. He, he gave it to them. And they were having trouble taking it. But if you do it God's way, it can be, it can be possible. It can happen. But there was a wall around Jericho. And they, he told them how to go about doing this and walking around it every day. And the, the walls would come down. And, you know, man thinks this is kind of silly. This is kind of foolish. So I asked you to pick out what your Jericho was. This is something that you wanted. You think that uh, God desires it for you, and you're having trouble getting it because it's got a wall around it. And I said, well, you're probably not doing it right. And to uh, symbolically in your head, think about what your Jericho was, and each day this week, walk around it just in your mind. And when we came back here on the seventh day, just like the story goes, we would figuratively, walk around it seven times, blow our trumpets, and have the walls go down. That's kind of what we're going to do today. I don't want to say that I set you up, but I kind of did. I wanted you to think about what your Jericho was, something that you truly desired, and you knew that God wanted you to have it, but there was a reason or many reasons why you didn't just charge in and take it. And those reasons would be your wall. And I left you with this verse. Put this up on the screen, will you? Matthew 6.33, most everybody probably knows it. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. If you don't know what the context was and what they were talking about, they were talking about things that they were worried about. Seek first the kingdom of God. Do you get it? That's your first Jericho. All the things that you desired. I asked you to think about what you truly desired and what you thought God wanted you to have. And now, I don't want you to raise your hands, but a lot of people probably thought about new cars or more money or all these things that are the desires of our heart. Because it says that if you seek the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. We went through that too. So, many of you probably thought about what many would think of as selfish things were your Jericho. Um, Vacations or, uh, you know, things that you had been working for for a long time and just haven't come about. When actually, what it says is that if you seek God in his righteousness first, all these things will be added to you. Now, I don't know how many of you were here for uh, New Year's. But our New Year's message was that there should be one resolution that will take care of them all. That's kind of what your Jericho should be. And I want you to think about it. I want to try to teach you that when you try to get into the promised land and you come across the Jericho, there's going to be more than one, that the Jericho that you're facing should be God's will. Especially if you're a new Christian. You need to get this. The first thing you're going to want to do in this promised land, we'll call this Christianity or or God's kingdom, 
is to seek God first. Seek his will. Then all the other things will be added to you. And it tells us in this Holy Bible exactly how to do them. But a lot of times we think that it's foolish. We think that this is, uh, this is not the way that man says to get what you want. Right? We don't, we don't need to follow this because if I just stomp on a bunch of people and climb up the corporate ladder, I can have whatever I want. But that's not what God tells us to do. So in the story of Jericho, he gives them this, this foolish plan to walk around this city and blow their horns. And on the seventh day, they should walk around it seven times and blow their horns. And when the, when the horns last for a longer period of time than the other blasts, everybody was supposed to shout. Now, if I asked you to do that today, you would say, that's just stupid. Am I lying? How many people would go to something that they truly wanted, walk around it once every day, and then on the seventh day walk around it seven times, blow their horns, and shout, and plan on the walls and gates and fences and everything to come falling down, they could charge in and take whatever they wanted. Nobody do that. It's because God's way is not our way. And we've been taught to get the things that you want, of course this is a lie, that you can go about it in different ways instead of what God tells us to do in this collection of books. And we won't do them. Oh, we love to read. We, we read it, and oh, yeah, that, that's cool, man. The stories that are in here are just awesome. But you can't see yourself doing it, right? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't build a boat in the desert because it was going to flood the earth. Is that just foolish? Sarah was going to have a baby at 98 years old? David's going to take this little rock and take down a giant? Who'd try that? I said, here, here's a rock. Cody, go, go take down the giant with this rock. He'd run like a... I better not say it. But seriously, we won't do it the way God tells us to do things. So I told you to think about this. We're going to come in here, we're going to shout, we're going to try to knock down your walls. We're going to try to do it God's way. What I would need you to do is reconsider your Jericho right here and right now. You can still keep the ones that you thought of. But your first Jericho, when you go into the promised land, has got to be the will of God. And you realize what the walls are? It's our sin. This story of Jericho, there's so much going on here that people don't think about. It's an Old Testament story, and you know how we are with the Old Testament. There are some awesome stories in here if you begin to understand what the will of God is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to explain a couple things that I think fit right in line with the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, nobody wants to talk about this book either. It's the last book in the Bible, and uh, a lot of places won't preach about it, won't talk about it, but I'm going to. We do that here, right? Let's talk about the seven priests, the seven trumpets, walking around the thing seven times. Do you realize that in the book of Revelation... Chapters 8, 9, 10, it talks about Christ coming back to earth. There are seven trumpets. There are seven angels. There are seven lampstands. There are seven churches. Now in the story of Jericho, we've got seven priests walking around something that they're trying to conquer seven times, 
They're going to blow their seven horns, and the walls are going to come down. They're going to charge in. Do you think that doesn't describe what Jesus Christ is going to do in the end times? It's exactly what it says he's going to do. So, is the Jericho, I'm going to plant the seed in your mind, is the Jericho actually the world? Jesus Christ is getting prepared to charge in, take over the Jericho, the walls are there, that's us, that's our sin, and he's describing how he's going to go about doing it. These kind of things go parallel with each other. So there's your little teaching for the day. If you take chapter 6 of, of Joshua, and you take chapter 9 of Revelation, you will see the parallel between going into the promised land and taking over the very first city, and you will see that Jesus Christ is describing in his revelation of coming back to take over the world. Not only that, when he charges into Jericho, just like we were supposed to do, right? The walls are going to fall down. He's going to charge in. He, he's going to take care of the sin. He's going to charge in and take over the world. There is going to be a great battle, just like there was at Jericho. It's called Armageddon. These things fit together, you guys. And I want you to think about what your Jericho is. What are you trying to take? It needs to first be the will of God. If you're going for the will of God, the walls don't stand a chance. They will come tumbling down. You can charge in, and you can have this relationship with God, and all the other Jerichos you thought about will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. I gave you the answer to what your very first Jericho should be all this week, and then all the other Jerichos that you're thinking about will be added to you. That's what I want to do here today. I don't so much want to take down the walls that we talked about so that you can get to your Jericho. I want to get you to God's will. Then you can start taking over your Jerichos. Then you'll understand how to go about doing it, how to read about it, what his will is. But this wall, this sin that's surrounding it, keeps us from going for it. It keeps us from actually having this intimate relationship with God the Father. We have these walls, and they, they're called fear, and they're called, they're called shame, and they're called guilt. And we don't want to do them. We don't want people to know that you're a Christ-following person, and, and this is the way I'm going to do things now, because this is what the Bible tells me to do. We don't want to say that. It's easy in here. We're supposed to all be Christians in here, right? We can talk about Jesus all day long. The church is actually outside these walls. When you get out there, how confident are you to say, I am a follower of Jesus Christ? The walls are the things that stop you. That's the wall we need to take down. You need to get to the will of God and get past this wall, and all the other things will be added to you. He promises them to us. Sound the seven trumpets. Get the seven priests and the seven churches, and we're going to take over the world. Jericho, book of Revelation, they go hand in hand with each other in that way. There are seven bowls that get poured out on the world, and there is a great battle. There are seven scrolls with seven seals. 
and only the Lamb is worthy to open the seals. And there's going to be a great battle. This story of Jericho is actually a story of Jesus Christ coming back to take over the world. I love it. This is the way that, that biblical stories go hand in hand and they make sense. You can read the book of Revelation and not get it. What are you talking about? You'll find it if you seek God's will first. It'll all begin to start to make sense to you. And of course, he says to do it this way, and we don't want to, so we never get to that point. Now, when you shout, you're going to rush in for God's will, this relationship with God, and you are going to shout, and these walls are going to come down. i got to tell you, the walls don't just disappear. They fall. Now you have this pile of rubble to climb over. Yep, you're going to fall. You're going to get your knees skinned. It's worth it. It doesn't say that the wall just disappears. It says that the wall falls. So let's picture this great big wall that falls. Christianity is not exactly easy. You are going to have a pile of rubble. These would be problems in life before you ever get to the place where God wants you. But it can be done. You couldn't get over the wall. You couldn't go through the wall. He knocked the wall down for you. It doesn't mean it's going to be simple. Here's one thing that we need to do. We need to knock down our own wall so God can get to our Jericho, our heart. And we have this wall around our heart. Now, we're going to call this our Jericho. We have this wall that's around our heart that is the human spirit versus the Holy Spirit that won't quite let it in. If you can get your wall knocked down, drop your guard, start doing what he says to do, act the way he says to act, all these things will be added to you. But we have this wall that's around us as well. And we don't really want to let Christ totally in. I started to write this message the other day, and I love to fun about myself. Yeah, I need to go on a diet, but I don't want to work for it. Right? You know what I'm talking about? I'd rather just take the pill and keep doing and eating just exactly the same thing. I don't want to exercise. Give me a pill. Right? I'll take a pill and it'll all just go away. That's kind of how we use Christianity. We want the good stuff, the easy stuff from Christ, but we don't want to put any work into this thing. We don't want to change the way we do anything. It's kind of like, you know, you want to win the lottery. You want to get rich, but you don't actually want to work. You'd rather buy a lottery ticket and just have it fall in your lap. You see, you want, the, you want the good stuff, but you don't want to do anything for it. That's not what it says in here. So if your Jericho actually is the will of the Father, we need to start doing what's in the book. That's not some sort of great mathematical calculation that we all have to sit down and figure out. You want the good stuff, you do what it says. If I want to lose weight, I'm going to have to quit eating Twinkies. and Right? I don't want to do that. Where's Scott? He had cheesecake the other day. I want to sit around and eat cheesecake. I don't want to change my ways, but I want the benefits just to have the pill. I don't want to work real hard. I just want the lottery. What kind of a wall do you have around your own personal Jericho that God can't get into? He's trying to get inside your Jericho, and you've got your wall built up so high and so thick. And then when you think 
that it's gonna, you're going to let it down, right? You're going to let him in. He's got a pile of rubble to crawl over just the way that you have trying to get to him. The wall does not disappear, and there's level ground where you can just skip in. And we treat God the same way. We won't quite let him in. And when we do let him in, we got all this stuff. And he's having a hard time getting over all this rubble because we won't help him clean it up. We like the way that we do things. And we're told that the world is teaching people that if you want a certain thing, this is how you get it. And it's not coming from this Holy Bible. I want to tell you another story in this, in this whole Jericho situation that you don't think about. I talked about Jesus Christ coming back to the earth, and there'll be a great battle. When the two spies went into Jericho, I don't know how well-read you are on this. In this book of, of Joshua, they talk about Jericho, and they're going to take over Jericho, and they were scared. Had this great wall around it. So they send in two spies, and these two spies went in, and they found this woman by the name of Rahab. Does anybody know who Rahab is? Do I have to tell you who she is? She's a prostitute. Two Israelites go to a woman let's just say, had not done everything right in her life. Is that us? They go to her, and she actually tells them, I think this would be in chapter 6 now of Joshua, she tells them she understands the will of God. She understands what God's plan is, and she understands that God gave the Israelites the land, and she was going to help them. The other people of Jericho were very scared that they were going to come in and have this great battle. They saw these two men go to Rahab. Of course, she's the town prostitute. And they say, who are these two men? What did you do with them? Where did they go? And she lies to them and tells them that they went off when actually she took them up on the roof and she hid them because she understood God's will. So Rahab, the prostitute, is actually helping the Israelites to get God's will completed for this land. And they make her a deal. Because she helped hide them and helped them out, when they stormed into the town, they would spare her, they would spare her home and anybody that she had in her home. And that's exactly what happened. There was a great battle. Walls came down. They went charging in. The two spies were actually supposed to tell Joshua which home was hers, and they were to leave it be. And after the battle was over, they said, go in and get her and bring her out. And because of what she had done for them, they spared her life. She did not feel the wrath of the sword. Do you understand when Jesus Christ comes back? We're the Rahab. He's going to storm the world. Our sin is the walls around it. It's going to be knocked down. He's going to be a great battle. It's called Armageddon. However, the ones that knew God's will are spared. That's us. We're Rahab in this story. Do you want to be spared? Sure you do, but you just want the pill, right? I just want the good. I want the good stuff. I don't want to do anything for it. This is how you get spared. Believing in that is how you get spared. You do what it says. Rahab, she didn't do everything right. But she knew what God wanted. 
and she knew what was right, and she was spared. Let's just try to be that same way. Yes, we don't do everything right. I'm the worst of y'all. But I think we all can have a little better understanding of the will of God and what these walls are that are around it. Then everything else will be added to you. Josh, I think you're back there. Will you put up uh, Malachi 3, 16 and 17? Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other. And the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in the presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. On the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them. Just as the Father has compassion and spares the Son who serves him. That is Christians. This is Old Testament stuff that's talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. Do you want to be spared? And how confident are you? We should have confidence in our salvation. But you know, it's not easy. There's walls that are going to come down. I hope to do some today. But there's going to be rubble to climb over. You're going to get skinned up. You're going to get beat up. It's not going to be easy. It's not just level ground you get to walk in. You climb over the rubble, and you charge in, and you take what God wants you to have, what God promised you. But the wall's got to come down, and the wall is our sin. And yes, we're not going to do all things all right, but he died for not only the past sin and the present sin, but our future sin as well. And once you get to understand what the will of God is for your life, all the stuff you thought about all week, will be added to you. That's when you'll find the good stuff. But you just can't take the pill. You can't just walk in here on Sunday mornings and spend an hour with the bearded guy and think that everything's going to be okay and you're going to get exactly what you pray for. Maybe that works for some of you. It didn't work for me. It doesn't work for me now. I have to constantly work at this. And this isn't something that you naturally have to work at. It's something that you become. But you get to be in this, in this presence of the Holy Spirit where it's something that you want to do, not something that you have to do. We're going to shoot for the Jericho that is the will of God. Our sin is the walls that are around this Jericho. I told you last week that we would knock down some walls. That's the first wall we're going to knock down. Then you can start to think about all those other Jerichos. And in the story, when they go into the promised land, Jericho is actually their first big battle, you see. But there's others after that. They were scared. They didn't think they were worthy. It took them 40 years to even try to cross the Jordan River. That sounds a lot like us. You know, we, we think we kind of know what's going on, but we really don't want to do what it says. So we just got kind of wandering around thinking that, yeah, the promised land's going to be there. And... I'll get to it one of these days. And then when you get there, there's a great battle, and you say, I didn't sign up for this. This, this whole wall thing, it's not for me. This was supposed to be easy. It was just supposed to be a pill. I can just keep on doing exactly what I was doing. And it's not like that. It's a way of conduct. It's a discipline that you start to train yourself in. Your first Jericho should be God's will. 
all the other Jerichos will be added to you. You have a wall up around your heart. Those that understand the will are spared.